Welcome to the In the Limelight podcast. I'm your host, Clarissa Bird, and every week I bring you great information from fabulous people that I get to meet all over the world. I interview public figures, influencers, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, millionaires, and moguls that share their know-how, tipping points, pivotal moments, and life lessons. I promise you educative, empowering, and entertaining conversations with entrepreneurs that have a social conscience. Don't forget to find me on social. You can find me pretty much everywhere. Facebook, it's Clarissa Burt Official. Also sign up for my newsletter at clarissaburt.com. That way you can keep abreast of the In the Limelight media as it's coming out. And you'll be getting my weekly newsletter along with the In the Limelight magazine every quarter. Check out inthelimelightmedia.com. Hello and welcome to Bookish Feed, the author's part of the In the Limelight Network. I'm your host, Nisa Goto, and joining me today is Melissa Gabriel to talk about her book, Beyond Miracle, Beyond the Grave, A Medium's True Experiences. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Thanks How for having me on. I'm excited to have you on the show. Thank you for joining me. So let's jump right in. What is your book about? So it's 25 short stories that are different experiences that I've had as a medium. And it starts off with my miracle healing, which I, my liver had failed and the doctors didn't expect me to survive the next 24 hours. And, you know, they sent me to Boston and during the night in Boston, I'd feel this heat go across my body. Like all of a sudden I'm laying in the bright sun. And I thought as a medium that they're just preparing to take me to the other side. And what I found out was in the morning, the doctors came in and said, your numbers are coming back. So my liver went from it's dead, not functioning at all, and completely yellow, expecting to die. And then wow. here I am four days later, I'm home like it never happened. And the wow. doctors can't even begin to explain it. He said, when I went back for my four week follow-up, um, he said, you know, sometimes in the medical field, there are things that happen that are hard to explain, but at least we have a general idea of how the body works. He said, but your liver was dead, not functioning at all. And it started to function and heal itself. And I can't even begin to explain that. Wow. So I that's mean, the was, I guess it's not, it wasn't your time to go, was it? <laughs> no, you know, I guess not. Or on a soul level, I decided that like I agreed to stay and do this yeah. type of work. Um, I had started doing readings probably about a year before this happened. So I think because they know it's my true intent to help people. Yeah. with this ability that I think they decided to keep me around and help create other mediums and help bring peace and, you know, help those people that are grieving, especially. Yeah. Um, so who, is this who should read this book, people who are interested in mediumship, or is it for everyone? It, I think it's for everyone, because um, there's some fascinating stories. I've lived a kind of a crazy life, um, so the miracle healing story is the first story, but then there's two other stories that defy logic. Like I should not still be here. Um, one of them being a, a airplane flight to Boston, and on the way back, I felt like something was wrong. And we get back and find out. Um, my friend had called me the next day, and he said, "I am so glad you and your angels were with us." because apparently a, a magneto had exploded in the engine it, at about 600 feet up in Boston. And my friends kept an eye on all the airports going back thinking we're gonna have to make an emergency landing. 
And when the mechanic looked at it, he said, there's no way this plane made it from Boston to Bangor, Maine. There's no way, it's impossible. It could not have happened. And so, yeah, that's just another one of the stories. Um, and then there's other stories about what I witnessed as friends and family were passing, um, which I, th I think will bring comfort to those that are grieving um, because, you know, as sad as it is to lose someone you love, there's also this beauty in seeing them, you know, go yeah. to this beautiful place and, and be released from any physical pain. Um, and then just some uh, very interesting readings that I've done that were very profound for me. So it's, it's 25 quick stories and I've had people say they read it in a day, they couldn't put it down. So it's, yeah, but, but these stories do sound like they sound amazing. Like, right. They're, they're like I said, they're beyond, they're miracles, but it's also why we like reading books, why we love the idea of believing in, in magic or miracles or other of something else because we want to believe that something can happen aside from like you know that, right. that, that people can be saved or whatever it's nice to hear that and speaking to your uh about the knowing that someone on the other side my dad passed away a few years ago and yeah it it was we I actually got to I saw him pass away and it was he, as if she just went to sleep so it was very interesting but yeah it's it's and I also spoke into a medium and I got to speak to him Oh, and it was very nice. touching and apparently the person said that my dad is the only spirit who's ever asked her how she's doing and i'm like yeah that's not about right oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know I've, I've had spirits thank me before and tell me they appreciate what i do but yeah that's i've never had that so that's really yeah. cool yeah and i'm like that sounds about right that he'd ask her how she um how she's yeah. doing i'm like yeah that sounds like my dad it sounds like something he'd do that's not normal for everyone else Oh, that's awesome. Now it sounds, it sounds like he had a great heart. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Um, thank you. I mean, it was just it's this funny story, but it's, it's love that it's very, I felt very much like I was speaking to someone who like confirmed that it was him when I heard that. I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what does being a medium mean to you? Um, to me, I am the conduit or the link between mm -hmm. the spirit world and the physical. So when I connect with spirit, just to bring those loved ones, the guides, angels through to give information for whatever the person, the client needs, mm -hmm. I always set this intention. I ask the archangels to clear my energy and I ask that I receive information for their highest and best. So you never know who is going to come through for spirit if they've got a lot of loved ones. You know, sometimes they're lined up and, you know, I'll get four or five people in a 30 minute reading. And other times one person comes through and that's the one that they need to connect with. And we spend the whole time with that one, one yeah. soul, if you will. Yeah. So this is a, because I think, you know, we always have this idea of what a mediumship is because we see TV shows, we see this, but what is the biggest maybe surprise that people get when they speak to you when they have they've created this idea of what a medium is and then they meet you and they sit with you what is the thing that maybe someone's like oh this is not what I expected I think one of the, yeah absolutely and I think one of the things are uh I guess people are surprised to find out that I'm just kind of normal average everyday kind of person <laughs> and you know I, I don't know what they create in their head for like a vision of me but they're like oh you're not what I expected. And I think, you know, sometimes being able to give them that um, like proof beyond all reasonable doubt sometimes, 
especially if they're skeptical or especially if they're really grieving, that's when I get the most evidential messages that come through. And, you know, I've had people say, you know, I don't believe in this sort of thing. And then I've changed their mind by the end of it. There's yeah. no way for you to know this. There's no way for you to know yeah. that. Yeah. So I, I think that's, and I think sometimes people have this uh, expectation that we're going to say something bad, like, oh, you need to watch out. Somebody's going to die or you're going to get sick or, you know, and I don't get things like that unless it can be prevented. Um, yeah. And so I, I try to assure, reassure people when I can feel that they're nervous, you know, yeah. I'm not going to tell you anything bad. They're not going to tell me anything that's embarrassing to you. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to be the conduit to connect you with your loved one yeah. on the other side. Yeah. Do you have people come in and are afraid that maybe um, of like evil, evil spirits or something's going to come in? Because I've been told that usually that dark feeling you feel is your fear of what's what's the, or misinterpretation of a message because you're trying to because I've like for example I will start I have recently have tried write journaling and I just start scribbling for no reason and I'm like it's someone trying I guess it's a spirit guard trying to help me explain something to me but I haven't yet connected with how they want to respond so it just comes out as scribbles because I haven't found that connection to they're like when you're learning or someone's teaching you something you haven't found that groove like oh now I understand you but right. I have to I have to tell them please calm down I, I can't I don't understand you yet I haven't gotten there yet right but it was a crazy moment but it's like I think that's yeah. what like, do people get fear of like oh I don't want to do this because I might might be a bad spirit coming in or something right because I really think the fear of of the unknown you know, is a real thing. And then, you know, I think your imagination takes you to that worst case scenario yeah. rather than just assuming that everything is going to be yeah. good and being an optimist like I am. Uh, but there are um, lower vibrational energies that can come through. But I have trained myself to protect with the angels and the white light before I do any sort of work like this. And also... I believe my vibration is so high and it's so protected that I won't see anything negative unless I need to, to address yeah. something. Like if yeah. I'm clearing a house or something like that. But, um, you know, there, there have been stories of a local, well, somebody that is in a famous town in Maine um, that will tell people you have an attachment and you need to come back 15 times at 75 or $100 a pop to get rid of this. And you know, we'll say all these bad things, um, which, you know, if, if, if you go to see a medium and they give you negative information like that and expect you to continue to come back to pay for it, to fix it, that's not a blight and love. And that's not the medium that you should be consulting yeah. with. That is someone who's basically driving, is driving their business through fear and holding you there instead of being like you like a guide and helping you get to where it is that you need to go or whatever the message is that you need to hear right because all yeah all the readings that I do you know getting your loved ones and your guys come through it's all very positive very loving very encouraging you know even even though they might say you know what there's a bump in the road mm -hmm. you know prepare yourself for this but as soon as you're through that you know things get so much better and there is yeah. this light and love you know so it's always about, all right, life does have difficult moments, but 
you know, there, there's a rainbow at the end of it. Yeah. You know, there's, it's, it's beautiful. Once you get through that, you've learned your lesson and, and you've become stronger and, and now you've allowed room for good things to come to you. Yeah. I also feel that sometimes, um, I always write my gratitude journal that I'm grateful for all the challenges because you don't see it now, but then you look at it later on and you go, Oh, that's why that happened. Sometimes you just have to accept the fact that these roadblocks or speed bumps are there for a reason, either to stop you because it's not the right telling you don't go that direction or it's preventing you. Cause if you look at it, there's always a reason behind why something didn't work out even. And it could be simply you didn't want that, or you weren't ready for that, or you didn't really want that thing, but you thought you did. And that was, it was something telling you, no, 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 this is not for you. It's okay. Come to, come this way. Absolutely. I totally agree with that hundred percent because, you know, we, we, you know, have our guides that lead us through things. And as we go through our difficult challenges, you know, I believe we grow understanding and compassion for other people that have been there. And we also realize our own strength. And yeah. I do believe when we get to the other side, you know, our, our vibration goes higher because, oh, we've learned that we've experienced that we've done that. Yeah. Check that off our, our list of schooling that we need to accomplish. Yeah. And we move higher on a higher vibrational frequency. Um, so what do you hope people will, what do you, how do you hope this, your book will help people? Like, what do you want them to, what's the takeaway that you want them to have from this book? I want them to if they're non-believers, I want them to question that. You know, I, I think no matter what faith you have, it's great to have faith. And, and sometimes people need that faith renewed or need to question, you know, that there is more than what we can see here, feel and touch um, on this earth plane. So I think my biggest hope is that people find that inner peace that I had or restore their faith or if they're grieving, find that comfort that, you know, their loved one is in a good place. And, you know, a lot of times the transition process as the body's, you know, finish, finishing its process, it looks horrible. And sometimes people wonder about the soul suffering and, um, and that's not the case. You know, they're kind of in and out during that. So it's, it's, it's pretty amazing actually. Yeah. So you want this kind of like you want people to have question what maybe their skepticism or have hope that things are that there's something else out there. Right. I mean, you can't if you read my stories, especially the ones where I probably shouldn't be here to continue to tell these stories, you know, you, there there's something there. You know, there's yeah. some some divine happening. And there's no denying it because, you know, doctors can't explain it or the mechanic said that was impossible yeah. or, you yeah, know, it just defies if logic. The experts are saying it, right? If the experts are saying, well, there's no way that you could have come back from this or that engine should have worked. Because if, And they're the ones who are trained to be able to, to notice these things, right? You reach or the ones we trust to be able to tell us. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, where can people find your book? Or and um, you. Yep, um, angelconnection11.com is my website. And you can find the book. There's some links to the book from there and to our podcast and, and things like that. Um, but it's also on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and pretty much anywhere you can buy pretty, books. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere you can get everywhere you can look for it, right? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh thank you, Melissa. It was so lovely meeting you. Thank you for joining me today and having you on the show. Um I wish you continued success and thank you everyone for joining me and see you next time on Bookish Media Authors. Bye-bye for now.